Ion 2020, episode 256. Have 2020 Vision with Ion 2020, your source for the news and events in the lead up to the 2020 presidential election. I am Ray Eaton, and I will keep you up to date daily until November 2020 with a libertarian perspective on the candidates and their policies along with the news. Thank you for joining me. Now let's clear our vision. What's up? Welcome to Eye on the Impeachment. That is how I'm feeling lately about the show anyway, is that I am basically turning the show over to Eye on Impeachment rather than Eye on 2020 because that is basically what's going on in 2020 right now. The entire year so far has been dedicated to the impeachment of Donald Trump. He had the thing going on in Congress and then, I mean, that was at the end of 2019, but he had everything going on in Congress and the Congress is holding the impeachment for about a month or so before they sent it over to the Senate. And now it's been the, ins- the Senate's been doing the trial for the last week or so. And Donald Trump has his people up there now. His lawyers are defending him from impeachment right now. You know, the last, what was it, Saturday and then today is uh, Monday. And yeah, I mean, it's just all impeachment all the time over here on ION 2020, man. That is just the way it is. So thank you for joining me, by the way. And I hope you had a great weekend. This is your show two days a week, Monday and Thursday. I try to put out that show for you so that you'll know what's going on with the 2020 election. New Fox poll, Fox News poll, though. This is Fox, right? They're polling, but they try to be scientific. But it seems like Fox News and a few of these other, uh, like there's a couple of polling agencies that kind of lean more Republican, it seems like to me. I guess maybe it's just because more Republicans are willing to answer the questions, but it's a Fox News poll, and I'm, I'm not sure if uh, exactly if it's like completely scientific or not, but let me, I'm going to go ahead and dig into it, because usually it'll tell you like, you know, what the, how many people were done in the poll, like how many people are polled during the, the specific poll as well, and uh, I don't see it on here. I'm trying to look for what it says, but uh, usually they're polling like about a thousand people, sometimes fifteen hundred people or so. Uh, but yeah, this is it says Fox News. Half of Americans say Trump should be convicted and removed. And then this is the this is the article. It's from thehill.com. It says half of Americans say the Senate should vote to convict uh, and remove President Trump from office, according to a new Fox News poll. And then it says fifty percent said that they're in favor of it that he should be removed, and then 44% believe that the opportunity should not vote to remove the president. So he's losing this battle right now, overall, in public opinion, it seems like to me. But it is split between party lines, like 85% of Democrats say that he should be removed, and then like 85, 86% of Republicans say that he should be removed. And then if you look at the independents, 38% say that he should not be removed. Or 34% say that he should not be removed, while 53% of independents say that he should be removed is what it was saying so uh yeah and it's split between party lines which i mean obviously so donald trump does have a very strong following of people who love the guy no matter what he does he could shoot somebody in the middle of times square he said in the past and they would still follow him and it's true. Like, people love the guy. He's doing well in the economy. People that are economic voters are going to vote for him. They're going to love the guy. People that are pro-life, I guess they'll vote for him because he makes 
comments and statements like over the weekend he did a big rally and he was it was a pro-life rally and everything and you heard him just defending it people are just cheering him on because of the pro-life thing as well so i mean if you are a single issue voter like that you're gonna vote for donald trump over someone like a bernie sanders or any of the democrats because most of the democrats are going to be pro-choice and that's your that's your one issue so you're gonna vote so i mean that's what the republicans have figured out to do and the democrats figured to do it too is to find people that are single issue voters and get them to vote based upon those things and donald trump's gonna get those people's votes there he's gonna have the 85 percent of republicans that love him 86 percent or so republicans are gonna love the guy no matter what so that's just the way it is but it seems like on the independent side he is getting you know, 53% think that he should be removed, so just barely over the number of that 50% number, and those are the people that say that he should be removed, while 34% say that he should not, and that's of independence. But the thing is, is of, of the independents, how many of them are going to get out and vote? You are going to have all of the firm Republicans, the people that are die hard for Donald Trump, they're going to get out there and vote in November, if Donald Trump does not get impeached and I don't think that he's going to be kicked out of office I really don't there's not going to be 20 Republicans that are going to move across the aisle and vote with the Democrats to, to impeach Donald Trump or to kick him out of office they're just not going to do it it would be a political death sentence for them especially the fact that 85% of Republicans believe that he should not be impeached it would be a political suicide for that for 20 Republicans to come and vote to kick Donald Trump out of office. It's not going to happen. So the thing is, is of those people that are diehard Republicans, that are diehard Donald Trump fans that love the guy, those people are going to get out there and vote for Donald Trump in November. And then you have the diehard Democrats, the ones that hate Donald Trump. They are going to get out there and vote for whoever their candidate is in November. It's just the way it is. And then what's going to happen with those independents? The people in the middle that are kind of going to fluctuate between who's the better of the two, who's the lesser of the two evils. Those people, what do they vote on? What is their number one issue? What's their number one issue? That's the that's what poll that I'd like to see is what's the independents number one issue? Is it the economy? Well, they're most likely going to vote for the status quo then. Not all of them. Half of them will vote for Donald Trump. Half of them will vote for whoever the Democrat is. And then there'll be a few in the middle or whatever that'll vote, that'll swing either way. You're really trying to get the vote of like seven or eight million people or so that are somewhere, that are swayable, right? That's what it really comes down to. So the impeachment not gonna, I mean, Donald Trump, I mean, he's been impeached because the Congress is the one that sends it to the House, or the House sends it to the Senate, and the the House is the one that does the impeachment, and then they do the trial to see if he's going to remove from office. He's not going to be removed from office. We don't, like, that's not going to happen. What it really comes down to right now is, who's going to win the minds of the people? Are the Democrats going to win the minds of the people? Or are the Republicans going to win the minds of the people? Who's going to win this argument? In the House, when it was going on in the House, Donald Trump was winning. His approval rating went up. The Democrats were playing defense every day, trying to rationalize things that they're doing. 
the way that it was portrayed in the media was that the Democrats were not willing to hear the Republicans and that they were doing it in an underhanded way. So, I mean, it really played to Donald Trump. It looked like he was the guy that was the victim in this whole scenario of just an just this aggressive Democratic push for impeachment. Because the Democrats have been trying to impeach him since the beginning, since the day of the first election, since Inauguration Day, they've been pushing for impeachment. And now they're just, it's just a witch hunt. That's the way that it was portrayed in the press. And it was winning with the public. They were like, yeah, this guy, you know, it is a witch hunt. So his approval rating was going up, economy's doing good, whatever. But I think on the flip side now, the Democrats are starting to win a little bit. And the reason why I say this is because I'm listening to the news over the weekend. I'm listening to the Sunday morning shows. And it's being spun in a way that the Republicans don't want to hear witnesses. The Dem- or The Democrats are able to spin it that way now. They're putting the Republicans on the defensive rather than the offensive. John Bolton, why don't you want to hear from John Bolton? Why aren't you willing to call witnesses? The Republican talking point for that is, well, you didn't hear it. You didn't call him in the House. But that's past. That's that's gone. The present, right now, they're going to win that argument. Why aren't you willing to call witnesses? Why aren't you willing to call John Bolton up? Why aren't you willing to go through that whole process of really figuring out the truth? You can't bring it up and say, oh, well, you guys didn't really try to find the truth in the House. Because they didn't. They tried to shortcut things. From an outsider's perspective, I'm looking in, and that's how I felt. That if you were really trying to get the truth, you would have summoned lots of different people that were directly around Donald Trump to get at the truth. You would have looked to get John Bolton up there. No matter how long it took you, a month or two, You'd have tried to get through the courts to get John Bolton up there and testify. And now the Democrats are going to win that argument. Because it's in the past now. You cannot bring up the past and say, oh, well, they didn't do it there, so we're not going to do it now. The Democrats are able to spin it like, oh, yeah, these Republicans, they're going to sit there and just, you know, they don't want to hear the truth. They don't want to get to the bottom of it. They just want to blow through this thing and get, get it over with. Do the vote and boom, move on. So are they going to win with the general public? Well, according to that poll, Fox News poll, it seems like they might be winning. With the independents specifically. Democrats, they're going to hate Donald Trump no matter what. Republicans, they're going to love Donald Trump no matter what. We're not worried about those people. It's the people in the middle. That's the main concern. Does it help Donald Trump to get reelected? The sooner this goes away the better it is for Donald Trump, I would say that. But who's going to win the public opinion in the meantime? The Republicans have to do it in a way. If they want to win this, they have to do it in a way that makes it look like they put together a fair trial. Because it's not, I said this last week, it's not as if they're going to have 20 people move from the Republican side to the Democrat side to vote to impeach Donald Trump. It would be political suicide, and it would be terrible for the Republican Party going forward if that happened. So they won't, they won't allow that. 
And then the other talking point is, well, at what point do we make this about the 2020 election, right? So Donald Trump and the Republicans are trying to make it sound like the Democrats are trying to, you know, fix the 2020 election right now and interfere in the 2020 election right now by bringing up this impeachment trial and leave it to the people. The people will decide in November. That's what they're trying to say. But I don't think that's a very good argument either. But I mean, if they keep on pounding that into people's heads, it might actually work. Who knows? But yeah, that is, that's interesting, right? It's very interesting uh, to see exactly how it's being framed in the media. It's interesting to me to see the propaganda on both sides of trying to win people's minds because this is not about impeaching Donald Trump. This is not about getting Donald Trump out of office. That's not going to happen. It's about winning the minds of the public right now. And I think right now, currently, as it stands, the Democrats are winning on that issue, on that specific thing. Whereas the Republicans were winning it up until about, you know, a week ago when the Senate trial started. But when when you're going through the whole process with the Democrats going through the trial, when they started presenting their case, when Schiff was up there presenting his case, as boring as that was, I think that they were losing that as well. The Republicans kept on coming out and saying, no, no new information here. No new information here. They're just presenting the same stuff that we heard in the House. There's no new information. And then I heard on TV the other yesterday when I was listening to it, they said, well, if there's no new information, well, you know what? Call some new witnesses then. Try to get to the bottom of it. And that kind of, you know, that kind of gets people thinking, yeah, why don't they call a new witness. But yeah, I'm not going to bore you any longer with the impeachment. I am not going to do it. This is not I on the impeachment. This is I on 2020. We focus on the election that's got at hand, right? We are currently in the week, though, of the Iowa caucus, right? The Iowa caucus is happening very soon. I believe it's on the 2nd of the month, so it's going to be this week, and, uh, oh, it's on Monday, February, or February 3rd, I'm sorry, so that's a week from today, you'll be having the Iowa caucuses happening, so, I mean, it's go time for these candidates, man, it really is, who's going to win, who's going to win the Iowa caucus, the, this happening is, uh, I look at a lot of different polling, I look at a lot of different things, and it looks like Bernie Sanders is going to win, you look at the election betting sites, and we're a week out, so they're pretty accurate, most likely Bernie Sanders is going to win the Iowa caucus. You go into New Hampshire, most likely Bernie Sanders is going to win New Hampshire. So if he wins Iowa and New Hampshire, I mean, Pete Buttigieg might make a pretty good push as well. He's actually able to get out there and campaign for the next week where Bernie Sanders can't. So that might start to impede on some of Bernie Sanders' following, right? Because Pete Buttigieg, he became pretty popular Elizabeth Warren, she can't get out there and campaign as well. Iowans, they love someone that could campaign. They love to just hear these politicians talk, apparently. I mean, I could be wrong. If you're from Iowa and you're listening, you could tell me different. But it seems like that to me. Like, you look at these um, big rallies that they have, and it's like a bunch of old people sitting around asking questions of the politicians and talking to them and listening to them. And they'll have, like, 
15 politicians come through and talk to all these people. Do you really have the intention to do that? I don't, but it seems like these people do. They say, like, Iowans, they vote for people that are going to, you know, lay footprints in their in their counties. So we'll see if that uh, if that works because Pete Buttigieg can get out there and do it and so can Joe Biden. So it might help them going into next week. But you got a week away, man. I was looking at some polls and everything, and you see some different polls that come out, and it's just showing, you know, the, the two top candidates. You got Joe Biden and you got... Uh, Bernie Sanders, it's, it's probably going to come down to them overall. Uh, Super Tuesday comes along. You got Mike, Mike Bloomberg. He's actually pulling like 11, 12, 13% in some polls right now, especially some national polls as well. He's doing way better than Buttigieg's in the national polls uh, just because he's putting tons of money into it. So uh, he's got plenty of time until his day, which is the, you know, the Super Tuesday. So, I mean, you got like a month and a half, two months from there, from then uh, is when they'll be having those polls as well. So we'll see what happens. But uh, that's what's going on on the Democratic side right now. If you're even interested in that, I'm not sure. Um, I was talking with like my sister the other day, and she says like from what she sees, the Democrats that are like Bernie supporters or those that are um, just Democrats in general, because she, I guess she votes Democrat, or I mean, I know she's a Bernie supporter in general. Uh, and she's like a college professor as well. So uh, I'm sure she has a lot of people that she talks to that are supporters of different Democrat candidates, right? And she told me the other day, she said they are really starting to just focus in on their candidate, right? And people that were looking at Elizabeth Warren, they were looking at Pete Buttigieg, they were looking at different people. They were looking at, you know, Andrew Yang. They're saying, you know what, let's just get fully behind Let's get fully behind um, Bernie Sanders. So that's why you're starting to see him starting to jump up in those polls as well. I mean, if Elizabeth Warren got out, I was telling her that. I said, if Elizabeth Warren got out right now, 80% of her people would go straight over to Bernie Sanders. And like 20% might jump on with Joe Biden, if that. So she he would go from be, polling at like 22, 23, 24% up to like 40% overnight if she got out. So, that's strong. It says a lot about the people that are voting Democrat, though. Probably the younger people are more likely to vote for Bernie Sanders just because he's more, he has that social democratic appeal. Whereas the older Democrats, they're wanting to vote for Joe Biden just because they want someone that's a little bit more, you know, old school. They want someone that seems like there's more... uh, I don't know, not trustworthy, because I'm sure Bernie Sanders seems trustworthy to those people as well, but someone that, you know, has the political capital, has the experience and things of that nature, so, and they're also looking for someone that can win, and that can beat Donald Trump. The more Donald Trump gets beat up, the more it looks like Bernie Sanders can win anyway, but if that's what you're looking for, the person that can win, the person that can beat Donald Trump, then most likely Joe Biden's your guy. Of the pool of candidates that we have now and I've said that in the past as well so yeah that's it I mean that's what we got going on I always looking for some libertarian stuff to talk to you guys about as well I don't see a lot going on libertarian um like on the libertarian Facebook pages that I'm on like you see a lot of the normal stuff that you would see with libertarians like posting memes and all that stuff but I don't see a lot of like the candidate stuff that's going on right now but 
it won't be until about May or so when you start seeing a lot of stuff going on in the Libertarian Movement because these people that are going to be um, running on the Libertarian ticket, it's not like they're going to do caucuses. They're not going to be having primaries in different states. There's That's not the way that the Libertarian Party works. The way the Libertarian Party works is this. The candidates, they go to the Libertarian Convention and then there's about a thousand or so delegates that vote that are coming from the different states, and they will get to vote on the candidate of their choice. And then at that point, the Libertarian Party picks their nominee at that point. It's, it has nothing to do with caucuses, it has nothing to do with primaries or anything like that. So that's why you're not going to see anything from the Libertarian Party anytime soon. Although, I mean, if you follow it enough, you know who the, the main candidates are and everything. Um, and that'll be exciting to talk about once it happens. I can't wait to get to that point, guys. I really can't... Um, Libertarian politics, I mean, the the thing about the Libertarian Party is this. We are a national party. We do have the ability to get on all of the uh, ballots. We have 50-state ballot access, which is great. Uh, and people take it serious enough to where you can get onto the news. And that's what we are. Like, we're going to be the party that can get onto the news and maybe be an educational force for some, those that are paying attention to the news. And that's about it. You might get people that say, you know, I can't stand Donald Trump. And Bernie Sanders just isn't my guy. He wants way too much government. So you might have somebody that comes over to the Libertarian Party and says, I'm going to vote for Libertarian because of that. I don't know. I said this in the past. I think that this election will not be a third-party election because of the divisiveness between the two parties right now. Last election, you had Donald Trump, someone that people thought was crazy. They thought he was crazy. Republicans didn't like him that much. Like, a lot of them didn't. Democrats hated him. And then you had Hillary Clinton, another flawed candidate. You had two flawed candidates. And then you had the libertarian Gary Johnson. You had people willing to go outside the two-party system and vote for him in droves. Way more than ever were willing to vote for a third party in the past. Except for, you know, Ross Pro back in 1992. But the largest turnout for a libertarian ever in the last election because he had two flawed candidates... I think now, though, it's been so politically divisive that even if you have a flawed candidate in Donald Trump, because a lot of people think that he is, and you have a flawed candidate in Bernie Sanders, which a lot of people think that he is, you're going to have people that are more likely to be voting against somebody. More people that are willing, willing to vote against Bernie Sanders by saying, I have to vote for Donald Trump, or vice versa. You know, some people are saying I have to vote against Donald Trump by voting for Bernie Sanders than at any time in the past either. Because they've the two parties have made it so divisive right now that I don't think it's going to be a third party. I don't think it's going to be a big third party election this time of year, this time. But it could be if you get the right candidate, if you get the person that's going to be able to point to the two parties and say, Look how crazy they are. If we could make it an educational experience for them, that might be a win for the libertarians. And then in 2024, it's a little bit better. 
we'll see. We'll see. That, that's all I got for you guys today, though. I hope that um, you guys enjoy the show. Keep on coming back and listening. Uh, Monday, th- Monday and Thursday are the days that I'm doing the show now. I used to do it Monday through Friday. If you didn't realize that I stopped doing that, um, you know what? I appreciate that you stuck with me all the time that I've li- that I have been putting together this show, though. And uh, I just felt like it was a better opportunity to get more listeners by doing a two day a week show rather than a five day a week show, so I could have better topics to cover as well. Because there's not a lot of news being made every single day, so a five day a week show is kind of tough to do. Uh, and you know what? I have a regular nine to five job, kids and the wife and the whole nine yards. And like, there's just a lot of stuff that I have to get done in my personal life. So I just wanted to, uh, you know, break it down to two days a week. And it's very helpful. I think it's, uh, it's, you know, I think I'm getting more listeners this way as well. Um, if you had four shows built up in your pod catcher and you only maybe listen to one or two of them back then, now you have two a week. So it's easier for you to listen as well. So I appreciate that. If you like the show though, five startings reviews are always helpful. So Go ahead and hop on to Apple, I, the Apple iPod or I, the Apple Podcast app. Go ahead and hop onto that and uh, give me a five star rating and review. Even though I do mumble and jumble every so often, just like I did just now. Um, hopefully, uh, you know five stars is is worthy of your uh, of your rating. All right, and then uh, if you can, that review is helpful. If you want to follow the show, take take a look. Eye on the Empire is uh, on Facebook and on Twitter, and also. IonTheEmpire.com is the website, but the best thing you can do if you want to know what's going on with the election is listen to Ion 2020, so come on back on Thursday, and you can listen to the show then, and you'll have clear vision for 2020.